welcome back to street wisdom a little effort in translating wisdom to street level application i am your host and the guest on this episode of street wisdom and i am going to be talking about something really interesting today and it's called paper town so i don't know if you've heard about this before but stay tuned and stay with me because this is a fun thing when i figured it out and i have used this and i've enjoyed it as much in my usage and i can tell you it works um so here it goes um so you know as sellers or as business professionals a couple of favorite keys we have on our keyboard have been control c control v um it could be uh, while we are making proposals or sending emails or uh, sending quick messages very often we copy or be inspired or use best practices uh, to get ideas um, and translate them into our unique propositions um also if you think about it as proposals and solutions are becoming more and more complex specifically if you are in b2b sales and the fact that we know that our failure rate is about 75% and thankfully i'm not sending out proposal for everything i lose uh, but for few for sure and even if i'm looking at a win rate of about 47% which it says is the average right now um 50% or more of the proposals you send out you're never going to win right um however there's one an effort going behind them and the second is and i don't know if you've ever had the fear of that but i feared it quite a bit is this fear of uh, and i'm not going to use the bad word of plagiarism here but you know inspiration or best practices where you feel that oh man what if competition is going to get their hands on my proposal or what if the customer can do this themselves and they don't even need me and this is true right uh, sometimes there are rfis put out in the market only because buying is a process of knowledge acquisition and the customer acquires the knowledge to find out what's the best happening in the market and then maybe create their own version of the solution for which sometimes they need you and sometimes they don't so um how do you manage this and is there something that you can do so that you can kind of manage this trap and i know that we can't avoid it because obviously when a customer wants a solution i have to give it to them but um uh, what what is it that i can do to create some kind of a control around it and while i am talking to sales because that's what i know and that's what i do i'm sure this is true for any kind of services or even if you're an artist or a professional right um because this is who you are this is what you create right it is your creation and um very often it is to say all right i i created and i spent so much time on it and now it's in the hands of people and the mercy of people as well um so there is a concept that's called paper towns and let's just stay with understanding the concept a little you may have read the book by john green a couple of years ago or even seen the movie because there was a movie made on that book um but i will not spend time talking about the movie but you can google that if you don't know about it uh, so far 
but I've used paper towns in my sales proposals. So what is a paper town? And this comes from the world when creating a map was a lot of effort and cost. And this is back in time because there were no GIS systems and tech supports available, right? So the cartographers, the people who were creating the maps were spending a lot of time in measuring and marking places and locations. And they wanted to be sure that if their maps were replicated or used, they could protect their intellectual property, right? And how do you do that? Because once you've printed it with no tech stamp behind it, it's going to be out there for everybody to use. So they came up with this concept of a paper town. And paper town meant this town didn't really exist, but it was a fictitious town created by the map maker and sometimes the map making team. And it would be hidden somewhere in the map, right? And this could be their way to spot if their map was being used because all they needed to do was to look at the map and go find that paper town. And if they found the paper town, they knew that this was the map that they had created. And multiple people working on maps, everybody started to put in their own little hidden paper town in the map. And this used to work, right? So this was their way to safeguard their intellectual property and maybe get royalty out of the number of maps being used or replicated or published. Now, certainly in the world of Google Maps, uh, everything has been translated to technology and we don't need paper towns anymore because you could actually have tags and text stamps and maybe they are inspired by paper towns. <laughs> But now let's translate this to sales, right? Uh, working on a proposition or a configuration or a solution, um, you can build in a fictitious feature or a dimension uh, or a module um, into your solution. Now, I've tried this uh, every time I've designed training programs or enablement journeys. There is this one little thing I hide somewhere in it, which only I know. Uh, and I know why it's there. And I know how to explain it because it's my paper down, right? And um, sometimes clients have kind of scratched their heads and so has competition. to say, what does she mean when she's written this? Um, and I've had sometimes even clients reach out to me to say, hey, can you explain this bit? I figured out everything else. Can you explain this bit? And that's my way of knowing that they are trying to use my solution or my proposition, but do it without me, which obviously is not a nice place to be in, but then you can only change it or influence it once you're aware of it, right? So that's how I've used Paper Towns. and. It's a fun thing to do. Um, sometimes even my team doesn't know where my paper town is. Um, and it's a concept that's, it's like your own little signature, right? It's your own little secret code embedded in whatever you're submitting to the client that only you would know. 
and you would know how to find it and how to even explain it if someone else found it. So uh, it's fun. Uh, it's imaginative. It takes a little bit of effort to get this right. Um, so do try uh, the paper towns in your proposals or your solutions or whatever you submit to your clients and see how that works. You could use it in art. I've used it in my blogs, in my poems. And I can tell you it works there as well. A couple of things that I can kind of call out that you should be careful about using it is that um, ensure you're using the right paper town. What I mean by that is uh, it should be something that blends in because if it stands out, it's like, you know, that whole area had very small towns with a population of only 5,000 and you created a town with a population of 50,000, it's going to stand out like an eyesore and vice versa works as well. So your paper town is not real, but it needs to be realistic, right? So maybe you need to have a handful of paper town ideas up your sleeve and also, once you get this, your paper towns could be similar, but they are not the same. The paper town also needs to be your well-kept secret. So the fewer people who know about this, the better it is. It's like your, it's your awesome sauce, right? Um, it's something that you can pull out and it still connects the solution or the proposal to you. Um, also, like I said, I'm speaking about it in sales, but you could do this in art, you could do it in graphic design, you could do it in creating your own business models. It's that signature that you've left behind that connects what you created back to you. And I just gave away my secret to you uh, because I've used it and it's worked and now you know about this. So I will be looking out for a message to see if any of you use it and how did it work for you. And also the fact that uh, maybe this podcast on the uh, paper town is also <laughs> my paper town because uh, if you use it, uh, I've left my little stamp on your thinking and your sales behavior. And also for you to remember that there are many such funny, silly, smart, wise tricks that I and my team have up our sleeves uh, as we've navigated this complex world of sales and sales management for the past couple of decades, and this podcast is going to be a medium to bring those to you. So keep listening to us and follow us so that you can pick up these little ideas and go create your paper town in your next proposal and tell me how it was. Catch you on the next episode. Take care. Happy selling.